Is something interfering with your happiness? I bet there is. <laughs> How can there not be with the state of the world these days? But everyone knows the number one thing getting in the way of your happiness is therapy. I mean... How are you supposed to cram each and every feeling deep down into the pit of your stomach if you're constantly talking about them? That's where this week's sponsor, Even BetterHelp, takes the wheel. Anytime you're feeling low or like there's something you need to express, simply log into Even BetterHelp and you'll be connected to a certified counselor specializing in a wide variety of disciplines from gaslighting, emotional manipulation, belittling lectures, and so much more. They'll cut you off at every turn, ensuring you have no opportunity to speak. This creates a perfect environment for you to shove your feelings in the bottom drawer of your mind, lock it up, and swallow the key. There's also a journal function where you can write out your thoughts to your counselor in a calm, thoughtful headspace. These thoughts will then be posted across all of their social media accounts, ensuring everyone has a chance to mock and discourage you from expressing yourself. If you manage to stick with their program, not only will you not talk about your feelings, you won't even have access to them. You can rest easy knowing that every feeling from sadness to insecurity to fear will all be distilled down and expressed solely as rage-filled outbursts. Better buy your plaster now. <laughs> ah, for a limited time, my listeners can get one month of this time-tested method of healing absolutely free with my code, Down With Feelings. Tell them I sent you. Even better help. Shut the hell up. Hello and welcome to Downsizing, the show that's essentially a nightmare for fact checkers. I'm your host, a distributor of misinformation, Tim Down. Uh, first and foremost, um, I did do a little meditation before I started this episode just to see if, you know, it would make me feel a bit more, you know, present and in the moment. And um, it kind of did, but I also was distracted throughout the entire thing. And one of the things that I was thinking about is the fact that um, the person leading the meditation had a British accent, which is obviously very calming. It's very relaxing. But I just was thinking of like other accents and how they'd be like really like wouldn't have the same effect. Like particularly I was thinking about like even like not you don't even have to go like super far, like even the Scottish accent. I just feel like it would like it just sounds like it's like a almost like you're like a hostage you know what I mean? Like if someone was just like, all right, you've got to control your breathing. You've got to calm down. Everything's going to be okay. Just breathe in, breathe out, and you'll escape from this with your life. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's just incredible the different, you know, and which, I mean, I guess there are, there have to be, you know, Scottish meditation experts, meditators, meditative mediators which i guess if you're scottish it's just you know that person doesn't have an accent which is you know a whole thing unto itself i don't know why i'm talking about scottish people i feel like i talk about scottish people a lot and usually in a somewhat mocking way which you know given the fact that most of my extended family is scottish and you know well they got a pretty good sense of humor so and there's Little to no chance they're listening to this. Although if they are, um, you know, hi and sorry. So anyway. <laughs> well, maybe the meditation didn't do shit. Anyway, so uh, I, I really put myself through the paces uh, this previous weekend. Um, let me tell you. Um, I think I, I mentioned it in the last episode, but it was it was pretty much just three days in a row of pure hedonism. Uh, so I don't have a topic this week, 
Instead, I'm going to go through each day and sort of like all the stuff I did. Uh, And unlike other episodes, I'm going to tell you my weight at the end, um, which will become uh, clear at the end. So stay tuned. It's like audio clickbait. So the first day um, was Friday, which was the wedding. Like I said, it's uh, one of my girlfriend's friends is getting married. They were actually married uh, two years ago. Um, And this was sort of like the... Um, you know, the big wedding for the whole family. Um, the other one was sort of more small and just like, you know, immediate family and really close friends, which it's sort of funny that the, the small version took place in 2019 and the big version took pay, took place, you know, like in COVID times, but I feel like usually it's the opposite. But, um, anyway, uh, it was great. It was really great. Um, but on the way there, so we checked how long it would take to, to get to the wedding, you know, the day before. And it said it would take about 20 minutes. So um, we had plenty of time. I took a half day, so we had plenty of time to get there. And then there was a, a shuttle from the hotel to the the vineyard where they were getting married at like 3.15. So we would have had like, you know, plenty of time to uh, get ready and be there in time for the shuttle. Um, but before we went there, we had to stop at both of our parents places to drop off our keys because um her parents were gonna feed our cat friday night and my parents were gonna go feed him uh saturday morning which is really just an excuse to go play with him because he's a he's a sweet man but i mean i say that and i say that because he's very cute but he also is like such an asshole like he got his head stuck in a chair the other day trying to scratch me um, which, you know, I did help him out, but it's like, you know, feels like maybe this is a bit your fault. Um, yeah, he's like a, I don't know, he's like a, a down pillow full of knives. Cause he's really soft and really cuddly, but then he, you know, he makes a turn real quick. But yeah, so uh, we had to drop off our keys. And um, unless you're from Montreal or just an enthusiast for highways in Canada for some reason, this, is in, this isn't going to make much sense to you but uh we basically had to take the 40 back to the west island and on the way there there was like this huge line of cars like back like five ten kilometers and they're all people trying to get on the 13 to go to laval and as we're driving by i was like thank god i don't have to go to laval like every single day i'm so grateful i have to i don't have to take the 13 because it's a fucking nightmare every single time no matter what time of day there's just a horrifying line of cars with people pulling up to the front trying to get in and it's just a disaster and um so we go we drop off keys at my parents house but we check again and it's instead of saying it's going to take 20 minutes it says it's going to take an hour and we're like huh that's odd and up until this point like i don't know for the most part if it's not like i I don't (laughs) i didn't really involve myself in the planning i was just kind of like we're going to a wedding and just let me know what time we're leaving and then tell me the day of where we're going. And um, where we were going was uh, St. Eustache, which is north of Laval on the 13. So I realized that all those people that I was mocking and gloating about not having to go to Laval, uh, I was going to have to go on that highway. Uh, so, you know, I really, really got my comeuppance there. Uh, but, um, we got a little bit lucky because 
uh, her parents live in Pierrefonds, so which means you can get on 13, like way higher up and don't have to like wait in line or don't have to, you know, fuck around trying to weave into traffic. Um, but it still was like, it would change from saying it was going to take 20 minutes to an hour to 40 minutes to 30 minutes. So it's just like, I mean, we could get there at 3.15. We could get there at 2.20. Like it's really a, really a toss up. But we ended up getting there in pretty good time and then got changed really quick and then came down to, to catch the shuttle. And the shuttle was like this uh, school bus had been painted white. Um, and then, so we all just kind of, you know, got onto it, but we didn't really, at least I didn't talk to the driver at all. So we're all sitting on the bus and I was just kind of like, oh, I mean, I guess I assume this is the shuttle to the wedding, but like this could just not be. And just, we just all got on the whole wedding is just going to be, you know, like going somewhere completely different. Um, but it was fine. But the other thing that happened is while we're waiting to, to leave the parking lot of the hotel, this other bus shows up and this other bus was bright red and had the Ferrari logo on it. And we're like, huh? I mean, is that the bus we're supposed to be on? I mean, I don't know. Like, seems kind of on the nose to, to <laughs> take a Ferrari bus to like an Italian wedding, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe it is for us. Um, but anyway, so we get to the, we get to the wedding and, uh, and you know, we all, you know, it's outdoors and like this vineyard. So we're all like sitting in the chairs kind of, you know, sort of like mingling. Um, and then the wedding started at like four o'clock and at like three fifty, I want to say, or a little bit earlier, like the Ferrari bus pulls up and it's the, it's the bus that brought the whole wedding party. And I just was like staring at, and I should have got a picture of it. I really regret not getting a picture of it, but I just looked at my girlfriend. I'm like, I feel like I'm not really reacting properly to the fact that there's a Ferrari bus here. Like, that's so crazy. Like even the bus driver had like a Ferrari soccer jersey on. And it was like, I mean, this is pretty fucking incredible. I mean, I now want a Ferrari bus at my, at my wedding, at least a, a Lamborghini bus. You know, like it's just, that's a level of, that's a level of, you know, pageantry that I can, I can really get behind. Um, but yeah, I also, um, I know that I'm approaching my thirties because, um, I just feel like talking about how beautiful of a ceremony it was, which I'm just, I mean, I feel like I need to start doing like, like cocaine just to offset this insane level of caucasity that's building up in my body but yeah it was great it was a beautiful ceremony uh i almost wore my burgundy suit glad i didn't because the groom was wearing a burgundy suit and i feel like that's a a faux pas um but yeah it was just a, a very nice very sweet wedding one of the first songs that played while the wedding party was walking down the aisle was from zelda and i was like huh you know my my little my little nerd ears perked up and and, uh, but yeah, um, but the main thing, I guess, uh, which relates to this podcast, um, is the food. As I said, it was an Italian wedding. So the food was like, it was unreal. It was, it was fucking crazy. There was, uh, 
the hors d'oeuvres were like it's like shrimp that were like really buttery but also like i don't even know how to describe them they're just like really good and then these like little um like bits of sausage and then they brought out like a charcuterie board with like you know prosciutto and salami and huge chunks of parmesan and like garlic bread and and then for dinner it was like or there was like this really great i mean i can't believe i'm talking about a salad but it was really good it was like a an apple salad with like some kind of i want to know what dressing was. It was so fucking good i can't i honestly cannot believe i'm sitting here talking about a goddamn salad i mean i'm still literally obese like this is not this doesn't check out but the main course was a steak and steak was like you know almost like it sounds gross but it was almost like jello with how like tender it was like i almost could have just like pulled it apart like those very disgusting videos of people that make like pulled pork and then they're like oh i'm gonna cut it and they go no no and then they just pull it apart like i I like meat i do eat meat i don't have a well but even then i don't like those it feels like kind of a weird like asmr for like guys with beards and trucker hats you know what i mean like, I feel like they get the same thing out of that as other people get out of ASMR where they just like you just pull all this meat apart. And it's like juicy and I don't know. It's not for me. I mean, I'm a fat guy, but I don't know. I feel like that's a that's a different brand of fat guy. That's a guy who like, I don't know. That's a guy who has like a boot knife on him at all times um, and like a cell phone clip on the belt. It's a real good look. Tucks his shirt in, even though he's got a giant beer belly. You know, I think we're painting a real good picture here. Um, but even even after dinner, like there was there was stuff coming. Uh, there was like a little tray with or a little like container of like puts in, um, which I think I had like two, maybe three of them. Uh, they had like wood oven pizza. Just like <laughs> okay, um, so I. I mean, I just, I, I just broke like pretty much every, every single rule, like any, any restraint I've shown throughout the rest of the, I mean, almost, not almost a year, but you know, somewhat a year at this point, it just pretty much went out the window. Um, and, uh, that extends also to the, um, alcohol because, uh, not sure if I mentioned, last time but uh, it was uh, an open bar which i i definitely uh, took advantage of um to quote myself in uh, a text i sent to a friend of mine at uh well let's see what time this was at uh this was uh i remember distinctly being quite quite hammered um let's see here Oh my God, this is good. Premium, premium content right here. Some good shit. All right, here we go. So at, oh wow, this wasn't even that late. This is 9 p.m. I was, I said, my man gun to my head. I couldn't tell you how much I've rank, which of course means how much I've drank. Um, because, you know, it was basically like, hey, I'll have a beer. And then the beer's done. Oh, I'll have another beer. Oh, I'll have another beer and another beer. Alternating between like the red and the blonde that they had. Uh, I also had some red wine. also had some white wine. I mean, so it was a real, uh, real barn burner. Um, I mean, the last time that I 
I drank that much was I think in August and that's what kind of derailed my entire like weight loss progress like completely like the uh, you know that's where my giant dip back up to like whatever I'm at now began um but it was definitely worth it um but also so before I move on um actually there's a couple things I want to talk about before I move on but one of the things is um when we walked in like we were looking at the there's like all these like the layout of the tables with everyone's name so you could figure out where you're supposed to sit and uh we found our names it's you know my name as i said at the start is tim down so i look and found oh tim down but then i saw that also at my table was a guy named tim brown and then also a guy named tim brown i was like hmm that's that seems unusual so when we sat down, or sort of like introducing ourselves to, to everybody, and the one guy's like, "Oh yeah, I am Tim Brown," and I'm like, "Or he just I, well, he didn't say I'm Tim Brown because that's incredibly formal." He's like, "Oh, my name's Tim," and I was like, "Yeah." So, um, are there actually two people named Tim Brown at this table? And he's like, "Yeah, it's me and my dad." And I'm like, "Okay, cool," because I'm Tim Down. So this is kind of weird, and uh, yeah, there's. I mean, there's no way that's that wasn't on purpose. I mean, it did make everybody else that met us for the first time, like, it makes it pretty easy. Like, you have a pretty decent chance if you just say Tim, that whoever you're talking to is named Tim. There was only, like, three other guys at our table. So, it's like a, that's like a 50% chance of getting it right right there, which is pretty solid. Um, now, our table was also next to the band, which consisted of a... Uh, cellist and an accordion player and um in some situations you might think that being sat next to the band is is not ideal but um this accordion player i mean i later found out apparently he's like a top whatever in the world he's like really like a renowned accordion player but i mean even not knowing anything about accordion (laughs) i was looking at this guy playing and i was like this guy has to be like the Van Halen, Jimi Hendrix, Jimmy Page of the accordion. He was tearing it up. Like all those like classic, um, you know, like uh, Italian songs that like you always hear at like wedding scenes and movies. He was just ripping through them and just with like a smile on his face, just looking around almost like he was just, you know, he looked like he was playing the triangle, if that makes sense. You know, he didn't look like he was just absolutely shredding the accordion. Um, it made me want to play the accordion. I mean, and I mean, that's saying something. I mean, who who wants to play the accordion? I mean, besides my brother. Hi, Ian, if you're listening to this. I don't think you are, but we'll see. Um, Not that I care. Why am I saying this? Why am I saying this out loud? This is so fucking... St- <laughs> oh my God. Oh boy, this is what happens, folks. Um, now, okay. There's one other thing that I need to talk about. Um, and it's a conversation that I had when I was uh, incredibly drunk. Now, I am going to give you a very fair and very explicit warning about what I'm going to talk about. Because... Um, 
it's probably the most graphic thing that I've talked about on the show. Now, I know what you're thinking. Tim, you've talked about people getting their throat cut open. You've talked about people shitting their pants, by which I mean you. You've talked about people um, eating cheese with maggots in it. You've talked about all kinds of crazy shit. And yeah, I have. I have. And still, I contend that this is the most graphic thing that's going to be brought up on the show thus far. So I'm going to warn you as a, as a first warning that that's what I'm going to be talking about. So if you have no interest in hearing that, you can skip ahead. And before you know it, I'll be talking about something completely different. But if you're not deterred, I'm going to tell you what's going to be discussed. And uh, if you know what it is, I think you'll understand why I'm giving this warning. If you don't know what it is, you can Google it at uh, your own, you know, discretion. But in any case, the thing that I'm going to be talking about is sounding. Now, I'll give you a second to, 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 to mull that over, to Google it if you have to. But I would discourage you from looking up Google images because I haven't looked them up and I don't, uh, I don't intend to, but I'm officially sounding the sounding alarm. So if you have no interest in any discussion of sounding or things of that ilk, I would skip ahead, you know, maybe, maybe 45 seconds to a minute, probably longer than that, but we'll see. Um, so if you've heard all that and you're still cool with hearing me talk about this, then here we go. So, there was somebody uh, at the wedding who was a girlfriend of um, someone, like an acquaintance of, or a friend of the bride and groom that I've hung out with a, a handful of times now. And um, I don't remember how she came into this knowledge. I remember her, I think she said it was like a paramedics course. Um, I'm not sure if she's a nurse or something or or what the deal is. I Again, I was quite a bit drunk at this point. But she was talking about some of the things that uh, she, she encountered on this course. And, well, uh, there was, a, you know, the classics of, you know, oh, someone had, like, broccoli up their ass, which is like, you know, that's just how it is. That's uh, just, you know, I did ask if it was the, the stem end or the florets end, but, you know, uh, I think that was more of a joke on my part. And I don't think I actually listened to the answer because I was too busy laughing. But the first thing that she told us about was that there was a gentleman who, uh, who came in and, uh, he, um, I guess in the heat of the moment, he decided he was going to, he decided he was going to try sounding. And, uh, well, it got stuck. But the thing, which I i mean, I feel like is maybe more common than we think, but the thing, the thing that he used for sounding was a, was a silly straw. <laughs> which, oh my God, which is hilarious to me because like, does i mean there's so many i mean it's a it's an inspired choice to be sure but at the same time like 
I, I kind of feel like that's such, I want to know more about that guy that, that sounding is an impulse choice. You know what I mean? Like, no, even in the heat of the moment, that's a pretty extreme choice to make, you know? Like, I don't know. I mean, and also, because for me, if you have any inkling of doing it, like, that's something you plan for. That's something you put some thought into. That's something you put some preparation into, you know? Like, if you're going to get a tattoo, you don't just buy a gun and just start drawing on yourself, you know? You, You put some... Well, I mean, okay, some people do that, I guess. But it it feels like something you would just want to put a little more caution into. So the fact that I get, I mean, unless he was just cheap and didn't want to buy a kit, I actually don't know how much kits are. And now that, oh, I'm going to really ruin my my advertising, my, my ads online. Let's see how much a sounding kit is. Oh, no, I don't like looking at these. This is fucking... A ho- oh, there's a price drop on a kit of eight. It was $100. Now it's $77.84. Don't even need... Ooh. Your, what is that? Urethral Hager Dilator Sound Surgical Gyne Instrument. Ooh. <laughs> oh, God. These don't look like how I thought they looked. Okay. I. Oh, God. I gotta stop Googling stuff on this show. It's fucking horrifying. Well, I mean, like I said, now my... Now my... I'm going to get so many fucked up ads. Oh, no, no. Um, I'm going to have to just Google like Bible verses to try and cleanse the, <laughs> cleanse the palate of my, my advertising algorithm. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, that was something that I'm going to be think I'm going to carry that in my heart for a long time. Uh, and also uh, as, as does, as what seems to happen a lot when I drink, which I mean, I haven't drank for a while, but um, I ended up speaking French a lot and um there was someone there who was trying to teach me something um i'm pretty sure he, I, i'm pretty sure he did speak english but he just was speaking to me in french i think is he real i think he 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 had me uh had me marked as a anglophone with a very shaky level of french um the word he was trying to explain to me is uh fourier, which um i think means fucking but i'm not entirely sure um, but I do know that because of that conversation, I was just, I, I was screaming in French, you know, like really memeing it up like that way. Let's go. Continue comme ça. Tabarnak. On va jouer avec ça. On fait essayer de sounding avec les silly straws. Tabarnak. You know, that kind of stuff. Um, and it, this has happened twice now where I've been speaking in like exaggerated French and I've had people go. Oh, are, are, wait, are you a francophone? <laughs> uh, thank you so much, but no. Um, so it's happened twice now. Once with one of my girlfriend's friends, and then the girlfriend of the guy who was teaching me French thought I was French, which is, like, incredible. I mean, I'll take it. Definitely, I'll take it. I mean, for those of you that have heard me speak French in real life, you'll know that that is I mean, that's shocking. That's almost more shocking than sounding, to be frank. Um, maybe not. But um, anyway, so the next morning, I mean, I was sure that I was going to be hungover. Like, I was sure that I was going to be just wrecked. But, I mean, I felt terrific. I, I, <laughs> I think I had a better sleep than I've had in, like, weeks or months. Like, I felt so well-rested. I felt a little, like, 
woozy, a little groggy, but like really not bad. I didn't even drink coffee until like late in the afternoon. Um, and, uh, the only thing that was really messed up was my voice from all the screaming, but I mean, that's pretty good for a night of just like salty food, maybe like a cup as in like 250 milliliters of water and, you know, tons of, tons of alcohol. And I haven't really, I've had like two instances of drinking this year. Um, so, you know, I really, really got away with murder on that one. Uh, which brings us to the next day. Um, now the next day was beer fest, but beer fest was later on in the day. It was at like, uh, cause normally you can just, I guess, show up from what I remember. I mean, it's been like two years, but you just show up and you know, you're at beer fest, but because of COVID you had to book a table in advance. So, uh, we got booked for like 8 30 PM to midnight, which partially I think was to account for the fact that I might be completely, you know, decimated after the, after the wedding. Um, cause I, I made my intentions clear that I was going to get pretty fucked up, but, um, I also just as, as an aside, I did. So I did have takeout on Thursday night instead of Saturday. I had takeout on Thursday. And then I also got Wendy's on, on Saturday. Cause it was, you know, in my mind, like I felt like there was no way I was not going to be hung over at some point. And there's that whole thing about like greasy food is supposed to be a, a good hangover cure. Um, which I mean, to me, the, the only real hangover cure is just drinking water the night before, but I just love all these other ones where it's like, Oh, well, if you mix a raw egg, some Tabasco sauce, some Worcester sauce, uh, clam juice and bacon fat and just chug it all, then you'll feel great. And it's like, <laughs> I don't know. It kind of feels like the ads for the like the antidepressants that say you might experience paralysis, thoughts of suicide, or like internal bleeding. It's like, well, I mean, maybe I don't feel that bad. Um, but yeah. Um, but to get there, so um, the, in past years, uh, my friend has driven, but we decided, you know, let's all, you know, we haven't really been able to go and and do anything like this so let's we'll all you know uh make our own way there uh they're like uber or transport or whatever and then we'll all get to drink and then i for once in my life actually left the house on time and there was like a a bus that's like five minutes from my house i got there like perfectly in time and the fucking bus was 10 minutes late which i haven't taken a bus in like two years at this point like maybe even like three years at this point. So I, I forgot that the bus can just completely fuck you over. Like just, it's just up oh, too bad. Um, so I missed my connecting bus. Um, and I, we all were supposed to meet at like eight and this was like seven ten. And I was like, well, I mean, I'm, I'm just gonna have to, to walk, I guess. So I was like walking, like I walked, I mean, I don't know how many kilometers I want to say like maybe four or five kilometers feels accurate because um, it, it wasn't I'm not too far from a metro station but like it's it's a it's a trek um, I eventually did manage to catch like a bus for the last two stops um, I was and then you know I had to take the metro for like 20 minutes and then got lost on the way there so I was 
the last one there by like a long shot, but I did make it. Um, and then uh, it was also in a slightly different place than other years. Like the, it was in the same location, but the other years it was inside. Um, and there was all like each brewery had its own stand. So you could, you know, go visit each one. You could laugh at the stands for like Belgian moon and records. Cause it's like, what the fuck are you doing here? Like who's going to come to beer fest, pay like a ton of money for, you know, for beer and then go to fucking Belgian moon. Like, no, I don't think so. Uh, but this year is outside for COVID reasons, uh, you know, and then uh, it was all like one tent kind of thing or one stand, like a, almost like a farmer's market um, where all the beers were there. So you just basically had to like, you know, tell them and there was like a whole operation in behind where they were like filling up cups. Um, and uh, yeah, it was a bit different. It wasn't because before you knew you could just get the beer, stand there, you know, drink it, move around this year. Um, it was, uh, you had to go to your table to drink them. Um, so and we were a bit further away cause we booked kind of last minute. So we ended up getting like, um, they had those, uh, drink trays and you could get, you know, on the, on the flyer, it said, Oh, you can only get four drinks at a time, but, but <laughs> we were getting like eight at a time. Um, and tried a lot of different beers. Um, I had, uh, one that, um, was a raspberry one from Norway that my friend got as well and tried before me. And he said that it tasted like gogurt that had gone bad, which, um, does sound gross, but it did taste like that, but in a good way, if that makes sense. Um, they also had one that was like a black IPA. No, uh, yeah. Black IPA, which was really good. It's called like black bamboo. And, um, it was like the other year, uh, a couple years ago where I, all the beers I wanted to try were like upwards of 8%. And I tried to avoid that this year because I, you know, other years I'd been, you know, regularly drinking and I was like, oh, my tolerance is probably completely gone because I mean, I've drank like since February, I've had like two instances of drinking. Um, so I tried to pace myself a little bit. Still ended up drinking a pretty decent amount. Um, I don't know how much I myself drank, but we, we were tallying up. We kept all of our cups in the middle, and I think we had about um, close to 70 by the end, which works out to like 17 and a half drinks per person, which are not, you know, they're not full beers. They're like, maybe like four ounces. So, you know, it's a pretty good amount. But then uh, there was also, I was, I was actually really disappointed because other years they've had, they have like food, like they've had like, um, like bison jerky, which I've never, or bison sausages, which I've never had or never tried there. But they had like these hot dogs that have um, almost like puff pastry around them and they're like a foot long and they're like a bit spicy, a bit cheesy. They're so, they're so fucking good and i wish i could remember what they were called because i would seek them out you know but um they weren't there all they had this year were um like three flavors of pork jerky there was like steak spice teriyaki and bloody caesar which is a i mean very interesting choice but they also had uh, i thought they were tortilla chips but they were actually just like almost like dried jackfruit which is like the thing that 
I've only the uh, is apparently like a vegan gold mine because like anytime you see like vegan pulled pork or vegan, you know, whatever, it's always made out of jackfruit. Um, but it's really fucking good. It tastes like kind of like banana, like banana candy. It tastes like artificial banana, which is like, I mean, damn, I should maybe eat more fruits. turns out they're actually pretty tasty. Um, and after, so we got kind of more or less kicked out at like 1130 and we wanted to find, um, wanted to find a bathroom. We also want to get some food and, for some reason the McDonald's was closed, which I mean, a McDonald's downtown being closed is like, like, I don't even, I don't even understand what you're talking about. You tell me a McDonald's downtown is closed at fucking midnight. So we walked around for a bit, ended up going, but on the way there, this was pretty incredible. I was, I'm a big fan of this guy. We were just walking down the street. I'm pretty drunk. It's talking to, I don't remember who was talking about. I was talking to somebody about something. And then there's just, a guy, there's like a group of four guys and the guy, they're out walking like kind of like a diamond and the guy in the back is throwing up. But like for me, when I throw up, like I have to brace myself. Like if I'm throwing up in a bathroom, I'm bracing myself against the wall in the toilet. If I'm throwing up on the street, which I don't remember if I've done that, but you know, you're stopping, you know, like that's a, it's a, it's a compound movement. It's a full body exercise. This guy did not even break stride. He threw up like three times and just kept walking. And his friends were just making fun of him, but they kept going. And it's like, I, I don't know. If someone I'm with throws up like that, you know, that's a that's a that's a that's a moment to pause what you're doing and and you know reassess the situation. But these guys, I guess, uh, guys like to party more than I do. Um, so you know, that's. Uh, it's just different kinds of guys, you know? Um, and then, um, yeah, we stopped at a bar, had like, I had like two other cocktails. One was called a paper plane, which, uh, I don't know why it's called the paper plane. Uh, I did hear about it and, uh, you know, there's like a YouTuber for everything. There's a guy who does like mixed drinks and cocktails and uh, he did one that was the paper plane, which is like invented by some like bald guy that I guess is like a famous bartender. Um, but the other one I had was a, a blackberry bramble because it was made with like blackberry. So, you know, that I know why that one was called that. Um, and that's kind of it for beer fest. Um, I will say it was kind of nice to like one, it was nice to just go out and do something, you know, social. Um, but it was also nice. I thought at least to kind of like all meet up, you know what I mean? Cause like, I feel like now it's always, you know, one person drives, everyone gets picked up, you're all there together. And then you all like, you know, leave together and drop everybody off. Like there's just something I liked about like, you know, two friends are taking the train, other friends taking the Metro, I'm taking the bus and we're all just kind of meeting up. Like, I don't know. There's something, there's something to that, that I, that I enjoyed. It feels a bit more, a bit more fun, I guess. Um, so I don't know. I might, as, as more and more social things start happening, I think I might try and Take public transit a little bit more, you know, help me get my steps in now that I'm, you know, driving a desk, you know, instead of a forklift. Um, but again, I was again, very drunk when I got home. Um, <laughs> yeah, I made a, <laughs> I, I may have made a, a chicken burrito. Um, 
and then, you know, uh, gone to bed, which I was sure I was a hundred percent sure I'd be hung over again, but I wasn't, I felt so good. I, I don't know what I did to deserve this, but I just felt terrific. Like, uh, to the point where I think I should just start drinking again, just for the sleep. Cause the sleep is, has been really a really nice boon. Um, but yeah, so the next day, um, I also made sure to set all my alarms like at noon on Saturday to make sure that, you know, cause we've all, we've all done that maneuver where you, you know, you go drinking, you got to work the next day and you forget to set your alarms and you wake up and you're like, Ooh, we're supposed to be there at eight and it is 11 and I'm in bed. And you just look at your phone and you go, ah, three missed calls. Okay. Terrific. Um, and in this case, it wasn't for um, work. It was for Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving on Sunday. And my family always does a lunch instead of a dinner. And, you know, we have like a big lunch and then just, you know, kind of chill out the rest of the day. And for dinner, if you're hungry, you just make yourself like a sandwich out of the leftovers. It's a pretty chill approach. And uh, I got to say, I'm a big fan of it. Um. So, uh, I woke up at like, I think like 10 or 11, um, cause I wanted to go and, and help, uh, you know, my dad always refuses help cause you know, that's, that's what dads do. Um, also cause I think maybe sometimes we're more in the way than, than helping, but, um, I wanted to go, you know, I didn't want to just show up cause we were going to have to, my girlfriend and I were going to have to leave, you know, somewhat early to go to her parents. So I wanted to make sure I could at least help, you know one on one end of things um and yeah it was a pretty uh it was a pretty big spread there was uh you know buns uh i don't know why i'd start with buns there was turkey potatoes uh, corn you know just corn uh and then uh carrots which i usually uh i usually you know i usually make um and this year i just went I went a little wild with the spices kind of by accident because um, this is very specific. I don't know how widespread these containers are, but um, in grocery stores here, at least you can get like a little plastic like packet or package of spices, or you can get like a plastic. um, I think plastic tin is an oxymoron, but a little plastic container and the plastic containers uh, are shit because it's like you you open the thing, even on like the biggest one, you tap, 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 and you're like, I just want a little bit, tap, 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 and a tablespoon of cinnamon. So um, I put in a, a kind of a shit ton of nutmeg, a shit ton of cinnamon, a um, little bit of cayenne. Um, it's a maple syrup as well. Um, and it's one of those ones where, you know, uh, I did say I went overboard on the, the spices and it, uh, they tasted fine, but like you could definitely smell them from like, you know, three feet away. So, uh, yeah, not my, not my best work, but yeah, we also had uh, pecan pie for dessert, had some whipped cream, may have put some whipped cream in my coffee, some chocolate covered nuts. And then we basically, uh, helped with the dishes and then left to go to her parents' house for Thanksgiving dinner. Um, 
which I've, <laughs> I've done in the past and you know, it's a real, it's a real, it's a real test of endurance because, um, if you think I didn't have seconds at, at my parents' house, you're sorely mistaken. I definitely did, you know, go all in. I, I did not pace myself at all. And then we, uh, <clears throat> got to my girlfriend's house and had like kind of a similar meal. There was like, you know, sweet potatoes, regular potatoes, turkey with bacon, um, uh, you know, carrots and peas and, you know, all this stuff. And then there was also like apple pie and then like pumpkin brownies. And I also had some wine. Like when I say I really went overboard this weekend, like I really, really, really went overboard. Like I squeezed like six months of, of insane eating into like 72 hours. And then really the only working out I did was like my arms. Um, because Sunday night, my girlfriend had a ringette game, so I went to go see that. And then um, I was like, I should really work out, like, something. I should do something. And I was considering going to the gym, but um, I finally brought weights from my parents' house to our house, or our apartment. And so I was like, I'm just going to work out here, because I don't want to drive to the gym, and I don't want to do all this stuff. So, um, yeah, all I did was work out, like, biceps, triceps, and shoulders. Um, and I also, um, worked out my forearms, but I think I did it in a really stupid way. And I think I should have used a lighter weight, but the only, I only brought one set of dumbbells and it was the heaviest ones that I have, which are like 30 pounds. And I was doing that forearm workout where you like, you supinate with a dumbbell, if that makes sense. So you're just like rotating your wrist as you're holding a dumbbell and it works at your forearm. Yeah, I think you're supposed to do that with a much lighter weight um, because my wrists really fucking hurt. Like even, I think they, they're they the most, <laughs> more than any muscle I worked out, they definitely are the most sore. Um, so I think I'm going to have to retool that, uh, that workout. Uh, I did work out today, which, you know, um, it's good. I have a feeling I'm going to have a hard time walking tomorrow, which, uh, you know, whatever. That's, uh, it's always a good sign, right? Um, like day every day, like day every day. Say what? Um, now, uh, you know, I, like I said, this week I'm, I'm doing things differently. I'm telling you my, uh, you know, my weigh in numbers after the fact. Um, and that's to, you know, so, you know, we've talked about all the things I did this weekend, all the salty food, all the fatty food, all the red meat, all the alcohol, all the snacks, you know, hard liquor, like the the ridiculous degree that I've eaten and not worked out this weekend. And um, I did actually weigh myself Friday morning before like any of this because I wanted to get like an idea of where I'm at um, just before all this happened. Cause I assumed like, you know, if I weighed myself afterwards, it would be like way off. So Friday morning uh, I weighed 277 pounds. And then Monday morning I weighed 276 pounds. Yeah. 
Yeah. So uh, I have no fucking idea how, how weight loss works anymore. I mean, I went from just not eating like shit and I lost like two pounds a week. Then I started working out and started gaining weight. Like after, after I started really working out, I've gained like 10 pounds since then. Um, and then after an entire weekend of just l- basically eating like Tony Soprano, um, I lost a pound. So, you know, I, I just don't have any idea anymore. I think, I think I'm just going to start eating candy and, and, and see how that works out. Um, I did leave a message with a nutritionist cause I, I want to get like a, you know, expert opinion on, on how this is going to work. Um, you know, the best way to approach this. And it's probably just going to be like, well, eat fruits and vegetables and make sure you, you know, maintain a calorie deficit. And it's like, oh my God, I'm gonna have to write everything down. I really don't want to. But uh, they didn't call me back, which has been more or less my experience with every single fucking thing I've had to do recently with whether it's the the TV issues, which are still ongoing, or whether it's my doctor or whether it's, uh, you know, I don't know. I have to call the bank about some stuff. I'm sure they're not going to call me back. So it's uh, loving the time of COVID, as uh, as they say, as nobody says. Um, but yeah, if we're just taking this weekend as an as an example, I think you know apparently the the secret to losing weight is just eating like a a fucking animal. Like maybe if you eat so badly, it just loops back around, and you end up in a calorie deficit. You know, like a like the odometer turning around back to zero. Is that a reference that anybody my age is going to get? Oh my God. I'm already this guy. I'm, I couldn't be more of a millennial if I tried. I don't even think I technically am a millennial. Um, but yeah, um, I think that's about it. That's that, that about, that about does it for this week. Um, as always, you could, uh, give me a little follow on Instagram at excessively underscore Caucasian. Or if you're so inclined, you could send me an email at downsizingpod at gmail.com. Until then, tune in next week to see if I buy any silly straws. (laughs) I think around midpoint in my career, I started to experiment with sounds. Get a distinctive sound. Get a distinctive sound. Get a distinctive sound.